Hello, and welcome to the When Courage Calls podcast. I am your host, Shannon Miller. This is season one, episode one, Courage as a Concept. Now, if you were to go and type into your Google search bar or dictionary.com or whatever search engine you use, the word courage, what is courage? What does courage really mean at its roots? You will discover a plethora of descriptions and synonyms and whatnot. However, there are primarily only mainly two definitions or overall themes of the word courage. The first one being the ability to do something that frightens one. So that is the call to action, right? That is where we are encouraged to step out of our comfort zone, even if it is something that makes us apprehensive, nervous, timid, uncomfortable, or downright fearful. And the second one is strength in the face of pain or grief. Now, if somebody asked you to describe courage using three other words, more than likely one of those words you used would be strength. I know that at least for me, that's true. And that is because there is this association between courage and between strength. And you could even put bravery in there. And sometimes those three words are almost used interchangeably as if they have the same definition, which they do not. But that's the way that we often perceive them to be. Courage and strength are these hand-holding words, so to speak, or two word peas in a pod. And we even see a brotherly unison with them in scripture when Jesus is calling his disciples and people to be of courage and to have courage. We see that strength is almost always right there beside courage. We know what makes them the same and very similar. However, as believers, we need to dig a little bit deeper and we need to really pick apart and begin to dissect and seek out what the difference is between courage and strength. And that is because courage is almost spiritually conceptualized in a way, meaning that it has this spiritual significance and value that strength doesn't. Strength is a little bit different. And from a physical worldly perspective or more of an internal perspective going through life and the seasons of this world and the situations and the circumstances that we encounter, strength is something that we cling to. Strength is something that we reach for to get us through dark times. Because when things get heavy and we face our dark, cold, damp, spiritual seasons of winter and rain and storms, and we are facing trials and hardships and discouragements and grief and loss, and whatever those heavy things are, we need strength to get us through. Oftentimes, we feel like we have hit our wit's end, and we are just barely hanging on, and we need strength to perpetuate us, to move us forward, to pull us out of that place so that we can hopefully move on and transition into a better season. When we are walking through the valley, we want to be as strong as possible, right? We want to really work out and we exercise those muscles, so to speak. We flex those muscles and we gain stamina because we are using them. We are going through times in our lives where we are using those muscles because we have to. But that being said, endurance and strength is often something that we seek to 
gain. It's something that we work at in order to improve on and get stronger in. So when we come to seasons that are of harvest and that are bright and wonderful and blessed, and when we transition out of those darker seasons and when we climb out of those valleys, then suddenly we hit this place where suddenly we don't have to be that strong. We don't need to be that strong because we're no longer fighting the battles and carrying the weight that we were. And sometimes what happens is we can tend to lose traction and we can tend to backpedal. Just like somebody who goes to the gym every day for six months straight and really gets in good shape and has conditioned muscles And then all of a sudden, they stop going to the gym. Maybe they get busy with work or family life or they go on vacation and they start to lose and they start to become deconditions and lose some of that muscle that they had worked so hard to get. All that being said, there comes a point, whether we reach it or not, where your strength is going to come up short. Strength is going to fail you. Strength is going to be not quite enough at a certain place because we've only conditioned ourselves so much, right? We've only worked ourselves to a certain physique. So there will be a point when strength falls short. Now, courage, on the other hand, has a spiritual depth to it. It has a spiritual significance because courage is what we reach for when we've run out of strength. Courage is what we find in Christ, what we seek from him, what we gain from him as our foundation. And courage is something that we really need to make sure that we hold on to and that we keep fervent and upright and vibrant in our hearts throughout all the seasons. And that we don't just turn to courage like we turn to strength when circumstances require it and when life gets tough but that we always have a place of courage in our heart where we are constantly seeking to grow and to practice our courage and to use our courage and to put ourselves in situations for Christ where we serve him, but where we are also stepping out of our comfort zone on a regular basis. It's still good to be exercising that muscle and practicing that and doing things for the kingdom. Whatever that is, whether it is worship, whether it is soul winning, feeding the flock, all the things that we are called to do as believers, serving Christ, spending our time volunteering towards helping people or nonprofit work, whatever it looks like in your life, there are so many different outlets and ways to serve God and really just glorify the kingdom. And we want to do that in a way where we're not running short of strength and we're not falling back because we don't have that strength or we aren't quite there yet or we're not that conditioned. And that's why courage is so much broader. It's so much more bold. It's something that we can tap into as an unlimited resource and as an unlimited tool that we know that we will always be able to find the courage to go one step further or go one more mile out into the unknown, whatever that is, when we think we are at our wit's end and when we think we have done all that we can do, that is when 
courage steps in. And that is when courage is of incredible boldness and incredible value. Furthermore, courage is not tangible. So just like hope and determination and success and joy and things that you can't sum up in a nice, tidy, little one sentence, you know, description or things that won't fit nice and neatly into a little white box with a lid on top. These are things that are spiritually explosive in a good way because they are so multifaceted and there's so many odds and ends and there's so many ways to witness and to pursue and to display these things that courage is far from being tangible. It cannot be measured on any kind of a scale, whereas strength can be. Courage is reflected, it's represented, it's approached, it's perceived, it's introduced, it's displayed, could go on and on in all these different ways, right? As we become older, as we grow up, as we begin to understand the world and relationships and attributes and how things work, and we begin to recognize and be aware of true courage and that faith and that thing that kind of just gives us the little kick in the butt that we need to pursue a little bit further than what we're comfortable with or a little bit more than what we think we can do. That is courage, and courage never fails us. We live in a world and a society and a culture that is all about conformity more and more now these days than ever, especially as the world is becoming more and more corrupt and more and more under government control more than we realize. We are encouraged to basically go to work. You come straight home. If you even leave the house, pull your shades, you turn your lights off, and you just simply exist until you do it all over again. And as believers, we need to recognize that we are called to be bold. Oftentimes we are called to do the opposite. We are called to raise the blinds. We are called to make noise. We are called to dance in the front yard. We are called to draw attention to serving and pursuing something so much greater than this world. We are told to be skeptical of just about everything except the things like government and the media. Everything else, though, we are told to be skeptical of. We are told to turn our backs on. We are told not to get involved with, don't trust, don't seek, right? And so a lot of us oftentimes just kind of turn our back, turn our side on things that God wants us to face head on. He wants us to pursue or tackle or be involved with or contribute who we are and our energy and our efforts and a little piece of our personality and our hearts that God made to be shared with the world and shared with others and given away. So a big, big element of courage is not just rolling over and saying, okay, this is what the world wants, and this is what the government wants, but rather it is stepping up and being bold and saying, regardless of how the world changes or how it has changed in the last so many years, I want to use courage when my strength runs out. I want to use courage to be bold and to pursue anything and everything 
that God has set before me. I don't want to be under the radar. When the world says that stepping outside of my comfort zone is foolish, I'm going to look at that again and I'm going to say, if I step out in faith with the right motives and the right intentions, stepping outside of my comfort zone is far from foolish. In fact, it is actually the opposite. It is what I am called to do and what I have the courage to do it with. The other day I was thinking about worship and it came to my mind how worship is an action. Yes, it is an act, but it is also a place. And while it's an act because we are singing with our voice and our mouth and our tongue and our words and we are swaying to the music and we're closing our eyes and just basking in God's presence and we're lifting our arms up as if we're reaching out for the Father. We are in worship. By the same token, we are actually in the place of worship. We are in the presence of God. And not only that, but worship is more than an act. It is a place where we are transformed and where he is glorified where we are 100% surrendered and available and just completely enthralled in the total presence of God. The most beautiful place we could possibly be when we are there and God is in our midst. He transforms us. He renews us. He wipes us clean. He forgives us. He takes away the bitterness and the hard-heartedness and he makes us beautiful and he makes us clean and he takes away the things that shouldn't be there in our heart as we ask him to and as we ask him to make our desires line with his and it's such a sacred place to be and when we're in that moment and we are transformed God is glorified he is glorified and receives glory and praise for every iniquity that he shaves off of us he is glorified. And so building on that concept, I was thinking of courage as less of an action. And while it is still that call to action and that stepping outside, it is also a place. And there seems to be this crossroads that I find myself at a lot of the times. And sometimes I know that I bust right through it without even stopping and praying for the discernment to be patient, be slow, and be made aware so that when I come to the crossroads, I will recognize and I will see it. Sometimes I just plow right through and it's too late. But there is this place of crossroads where courage and cowardness come to meet, right? They come to an intersection. And it's very easy to slip into that system of conformity or skepticism or cowardness without even thinking that we are being cowards because maybe we don't tremble or maybe the enemy fools us into thinking that it really isn't our mission. It's really not our calling. God really doesn't want us to do that. It's not for us. It's for somebody else. Somebody else will do it, right? That's a common thing that the enemy often puts in our heart. Oh, somebody else will take care of it. You don't have to worry about it. But I really hope and my prayer is that we move forward and experience life in a way where we are discerning of that crossroads. 
and that we don't trade skepticism and conformity and cowardice for an opportunity of courage to push ourselves to seek and to pursue the things that the world says we can't, that strength says we're not good enough, strong enough, bold enough for, we don't have what it takes, we're not qualified, absolutely never the truth. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it was of some value to you. And my prayer is just that you would take this to heart and really look for opportunities in your life and in your spiritual journey where courage is something that needs to be sought and clung to and held onto when you feel like you can't do it or you're not strong enough. That is what courage is for. So again, thank you so much. Have a great day. And we look forward to seeing you on our next podcast. Bye.